Hey everyone, welcome back to The Dirt. I am your host, Jim Barnish, and I'm excited to have you join me today for a crucial discussion about something that I personally feel we do not talk about enough as founders, founder burnout, and the importance of scaling your personal life while you also scale your business. Okay, so as founders, we try to scale our businesses, but it's important to avoid founder burnout by effectively scaling our personal lives as well. So today we're going to explore insights from all my failures in not avoiding founder burnout, discussing some practical tips for finding balance and achieving success in both aspects of life. Stay tuned if you want to unlock the secret to thriving both personally and professionally. So one of the darkest parts of my founder journey was when I hit burnout. It's something that we do not talk about enough as founders. In fact, a lot of times we don't even know how to recognize it because startups and growth stage businesses are just supposed to be hard. Yeah, right. All right. Well, it is right, but that's not just the answer. So my burnout hit more than once, in fact, at some of the worst times, and it had a negative impact on both my life and my business. Unfortunately, even though I had partners more experienced than myself, I never got and they never really handed me any instruction manual on how to blitz scale my life. And so I just resorted to muscling through it. Well, here's a hint. That did not work very well. And so while many of us suffer from this thing that we call founder burnout, we don't always talk about the mental tax that's associated with building companies, whether it be burnout or your Sunday afternoon anxiety But thankfully, I took matters into my own hands and learned to adopt a much more human and less superhuman approach, the right personal mindset, if you will, because the founder journey is all about the ups and downs. And while as founders, we 100% obsess over scaling our companies by finding the right strategy to grow the business, that's just not always the answer or the only answer. So in my journey, I suffered through the silent or not so silent battle of managing my personal life, dealing with burnout, adopting the right mindset that has allowed me to navigate this roller coaster of starting, building, and exiting companies. Well, over time, this all came to a point where I finally realized that the art and science of building companies is only 50% business strategy, and the other 50% is this personal mindset strategy. So I ask you, do you have a business growth strategy? Well, You most likely do if you're listening in, but if not, give my team a ring because you should and my team can help. But regardless, do you have a strategy to grow yourself? I know I didn't for a long time, almost all my life as a founder. And so ultimately, in my journey of building companies and startups, in my journey of adopting the right founder mindset, I didn't really wake up one day with these special ninja skills. I just kind of worked hard at getting it right. And my family and friends recognized the problem and encouraged me to really get it right, or they probably wouldn't be around anymore. And so that's how I was able to eventually break through. But I don't want you to have to get to that point. Eventually, I said enough is enough and worked to develop a set of systems to manage founder burnout, to manage my burnout. And I found that there were three key secrets to this breakthrough. Number one, purposefully avoid founder burnout. Be proactive. Number two, plan for the Sunday scaries or whatever you call them. Number three, create a personal life strategy in addition to your company strategy. These three secrets have helped me to take matters into my own hands, and I learned to adopt a much more human, less superhuman approach around it. So secret number one, 
purposefully avoid founder burnout. What is burnout? Founder burnout is real and it can have severe consequences on your business and on your personal life. It's crucial to recognize the signs of burnout, such as increased stress, reduced productivity, deteriorating relationships. Keep, the list just keeps going on. By being honest with yourself about where you're at and others about your situation, you can take the necessary steps to prevent burnout and prioritize self-care. Surprisingly enough, the WHO or the World Health Organization reached a milestone a few years back by actually officially classifying burnout as a syndrome. A syndrome, that means that it is located in the international classification of diseases. Sure enough, burnout appears in the handbook section on problems associated with employment and unemployment. Well, even when you are the employer as a founder, it describes burnout as a syndrome that is conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Wow. That means that not only are you the one experiencing the symptoms, you are the cause of those symptoms because you are the manager, you, you are the owner, you are the founder, you are the business. And so how did I learn to manage my own burnout around being a founder? Well, that's secret number two. I plan for the Sunday scaries. On Sunday night, I make it the new Monday morning, especially given that I need to conquer Monday morning. How do I feel good about Monday and conquer the Sunday scaries? Well, Sundays have always been super tough for me. I constantly felt behind, and I always felt like there was more that I could do, more problems to solve, more revenue to generate, more competitors to get ahead of. And even when I found the time to get downtime on a weekend, if I did ever get downtime on the weekend, as Sunday afternoon rolled around, this feeling of angst just loomed over me like some dark, stormy cloud, or yeah, I'm a Floridian, so it hit me like a hurricane. <laughs> uh, so, so I learned to get proactive about it, and I really had three options. I could swallow the feelings of angst and ignore them because it would be so much easier to just escape to Netflix or the bar or wherever, wherever my safe place was, and I did that a lot. Or I could react and start the work week early by jumping an email on Sunday. Uh, did that a lot too. Or I could just get proactive by making Sunday my planning day, my day to get ahead of my personal life and ahead of my work week. And for years, I chose to do number one or number two, but finally I decided to try the third option and I started to adopt a 60-minute practice every Sunday evening to check in on where I am personally and in my company and plan my entire week. It's simple to do. It makes all the difference on Monday morning, which obviously affects Monday afternoon and Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, and the rest of my week until Sunday rolls around yet again. Which brings me to secret number three, create a personal life strategy. Crafting a clear strategy of who you want to become as a founder is actually quite simple when you take the time to do it. So create a three to five year vision for yourself, just like I did. Who do you want to become? Why do you want to become that? What does that look like? Then list your three to five most important goals for this year, the next 12 months. These can be whatever you want, wealth, health, happiness, whatever floats your boat. For me right now, it's starting a family. I'm having a kid come October and 
I am stoked about it because it fits into my plan. And then prioritize everything that you do according to number one and number two. What is going to move the needle of your personal vision and goals the most? It's that simple, one, two, three. But the journey to get to simplicity is often the most complicated as it requires us to step out of who we are to become who we want to be. So create that three to five year vision for yourself, list the five, list the three to five most important goals for the year, and then prioritize everything you do according to number one and number two. It'll start off hard, but eventually it'll get so much easier. And so one more time, the secrets to scaling your personal life and avoiding founder burnout as much as possible in order to help scale your business without burning out really boils down to these three key points. Number one, create an end-to-end personal life strategy. Number two, plan for the Sunday scaries by taking them on head first with proactive planning. And number three, Run at peak performance with incredible focus and certainty as you avoid and manage for founder burnout. I hope you found today's discussion about founder burnout and about about founder burnout and about personal mindset strategy helpful and inspiring. And if you did, please share this episode with other founders or business owners who could benefit from these insights. If enough of you got value from this mini solo cast episode, I'll record more of them. So please let me know. If you'd rather hear from my distinguished guests that I've had on over the last year, I'll stick to my role as interviewer. But my hope is that you get something out of these short solo casts as well. So let me know how this one went. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more engaging episodes. And as always, a big thank you to our sponsor, Orchid Black. Thank you. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Dirt. I want to invite you to listen to our other episodes where every week I am interviewing business leaders who are crushing it in their field and finding out exactly what makes them successful. We will see you next time on The Dirt.